So all of it makes me be more present in holding on to the things that are my non-negotiables and prioritizing those and just letting go of the rest. Because who cares, you know? Because it's all temporary anyways. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Nina Kunlosita. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, friends. It's podcast recommendation time. One of our absolute favorite podcasts is Online Marketing Made Easy, hosted by the incredible Amy Porterfield. And I'm so glad to say that we're friends with her. And this is true that we never miss an episode. She has been someone that we've looked up to for so long. And she's been one of our biggest inspirations on our business journey. So we know you are going to love her podcast as much as we do. Most definitely. Our favorite part about Amy is that she's not only just so inspiring and so relatable, but she also breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable, doable step-by-step processes to get you results without all that needed stress, which you know that we love. Yes. And then plus, in one of her most recent episodes, Amy dives into why she shows up online as 100% herself, where she shares her authenticity in the digital world and what you can do to stay true to yourself. Now, she was also on our podcast last month, so make sure to listen to her because she's just released her new book. So Mina and I believe that staying true to yourself is one of your greatest superpowers, and this episode really reinforces that belief. It's so good. Listen to the online marketing made easy wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. So excited to have you here. Today, we're going to get a little, um, I don't know, like into our personal lives and maybe our minds a little bit because we really want to dig into that blend between personal, family, being moms, and being business owners and how we deal with the overwhelm that comes with it, especially during busy seasons. Yeah, for sure. I think that this is something that as any business owner, whether you're a product, service, whatever it is, mostly products, because we know that's real hard, right? Is that you do get those seasons of significant overwhelm in your busy seasons. And then what do you do? How are you supposed to get through it? So we're going to throw out some quick tips. We're in the trenches right now. I will say that. So these are going to be like fresh off the press or whatever that word (laughs) is. raw. We'll see where I go with this. Real-time action of what we're doing. Um, So, um, and we're, and it's a great place to be from where we're trying to guide you because then you know that we're, we're in it with you. Yeah. We like to be raw and real here. We like to just tell, tell it kind of how it is. Um, If you like this and you like sitting around this virtual table with us, and a lot of people saying they're, they feel like they're sitting around with girlfriends talking business and life. Um, Would you mind following the show? I know there's a lot of you out there that listen, but maybe you haven't followed, which used to be called 
subscribed to the show. And then if you get a chance, leave us a positive review if that's how you feel about the show. And then also in that review, let us know if you want to hear more personal things. That would be great too. Do you want to hear about mom life more? We'd love to know. And um, share this with someone, especially share it with a mom because the deal is, is that this is not, this episode specifically is not also only for entrepreneurs. It's going to be for all of us out there that are trying to blend all the different persons, that persons, personalities, people that we are in this life to different people, right? Whether you're an engineer and you're working in an office full of guys or you're an entrepreneur, you're making stuff in your basement or your podcaster, whatever you are. And also a wife, a daughter, a sister, a spouse, a parent, a pet parent, whatever it is. You're overwhelming me. I know because it feels like that's literally all the things we're doing. Okay, go. It's like like so, so many roles. So many roles. Okay, well, let's talk about our roles. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So I think that right now we're just coming off the tails of a launch. So that's where we're at. So I want everybody to know as we're recording this, we are trying to live and breathe these tips that we're going to give you. And we have a lot of things on our plate, right? So I think we have that, different approaches to this too. Yeah. I think that acknowledging what our roles are um, is a great way to start. So, and what's important to us. So for example, I know that my roles are as a daughter, a wife, a mom, but I think that the number one and a business owner, gosh, I totally forgot about that. And you have two businesses, yes. So two, <laughs> two business businesses. owners. I know. I just packed an order earlier too. Um, so two businesses. So lots of different roles. And I think they're really, they are similar to your roles, you know? Yeah. We, we both have two businesses. So we both run two businesses, the product class and both of our own separate businesses. We both are moms to two kids. We are both still married. <laughs> Currently <laughs> married. We're both married. <laughs> Two lovely spouses. Oh, um, super supportive. We yes. both live close to our families. We have big, we have big families, and we're both mm-hmm. sisters to four plus other people, mm-hmm. three to four mm-hmm. people, um, and daughters and all the things, right? And, and so, we're and, both like leaders in our community, not community out there, virtual community. We're talking about you guys. <laughs> I thought you were saying like all the volunteer work I've done or the PTA. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I don't go outside these walls. I'm saying in this wide world that's through the internet, we are leaders for the our multi-stream machine students and our masterminders and, and our product boss community. Yeah, and our product boss community. So there are, you know, our world is is pretty expansive, I feel like. So people are gonna ask, that's one big question I just want to get out of the way is what is a launch? So basically imagine it being Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas season, when Mina and I are front facing, we're really in the community. We've, we just hosted 14, 15,000 people in the Bestseller Secrets Challenge over, uh, and workshops and best year yet workshops over six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. So we told our families after New Year's, bye. We'll see you at the end of February. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. And then we really dug in and loved on and supported and coached and showed up for this community because it's the beginning of the year. And we know that the beginning of the year is so, it's like, it's a time of of starting over, of planning, of creating something for the year. Yeah. So it means that we were, we were very much in our business with a very busy season selling something. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I wanted to, uh, that's the, uh, you, you went exactly where I was going to go was that we bring this up to show you that this is our busy season. The challenge and um, the workshops and being in the community is our busy season. Six weeks of that being really busy. Something comparative to all of you might be that the holiday season is six weeks from, you know, um, Black Friday or before Black Friday all the way to post-Christmas, right? As well as there's probably a lot of you that your busy season is Mother's Day coming up or graduation season or wedding season. Whatever it is, it feels so much like you're in your business. You're doing the things as you should be because busy season, you're there to show up in those seasons for your business. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff. And we talked about this during the holiday season, especially to product bosses was like, one of the things we said was buy the pie. So what that meant is during our really busy seasons, like for product people in, in the holiday time, do you have time to make the entire Thanksgiving meal and the pies and the things and hopefully be getting a ton of orders and shipping goods out to customers? It's it's so hard. And that's where the overwhelm happens. That's where the burnout happens. That's when we're staying up all night trying to be everything to everybody. So we had said back then, buy the pie. Like if you normally are the one who brings the pumpkin pie, maybe buy it because you're busy and you're selling. Now for Mina and I, we're, we've just come out of this like five, six weeks of being in our office in front of our computers. And we've both walked out. And I said to her this morning, I was like, you know, I got in a little bit of a thing with my husband last night and not because it's his fault, because my overwhelm was looking around my house and feeling this is such a mess. There's stuff everywhere. Laundry's not done. Kids' rooms are a mess. Like things are not how I would have them if I had more time. And I felt super overwhelmed. And like I have a different solution. And then you said to me about your house. Yeah. And I said to her, because she started crying like we do when we're overwhelmed, right? Because there's so many different things and we react and we're just like, oh my gosh you know, we know this is a busy season. Um, but at the same time, it's hard. You know, you start, you, your energy is depleted. You're having to show up for a, a lot of different people doing different things. We still have those same roles of doing different things. And I said, my house is a mess too. Literally a mess. I actually have five bath laundry baskets out in the living room that my family has been living out of, you know, like literally living out of. And then I just, what do I say to them? Hey, make sure that not put put away your laundry. It's, hey, make sure you put the stuff back when after you dig it out. You know, because the thing is, the thing I keep reminding myself is this is temporary. This is temporary. This is a busy season. I'm going to get through it. But you know what? I know it's overwhelming right now. And I know that there's certain things that I am prioritizing, the, my non-negotiables, right? I've been cooking here and there because I, you know, the I actually knew I wanted to cook in certain times that it was like when we were done with the launch, for example. Um, I also, I don't care about laundry. I think everybody who knows me and has heard me talk, I don't even fold laundry anyways. So, um, you know, it's not that big a deal to me, but I know that it's temporary. I want to say this in the other flip side of it too. The reason why I'm able to really understand that it is temporary is because I also hold that philosophy for other things too. So for example, I know that when I'm feeling overwhelmed at my daughter's, you know, I used to feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many basketball tournaments that she would have to go to. I'd have to shower her, feed her, do all this stuff. She'd have to go to her practices. And then once I said, this is actually temporary, pretty soon she's not going to be into this stuff and I'm going to really miss it. And it is, you know, as much as the hard stuff is temporary, so is the good stuff 
So all of it makes me be more present in holding on to the things that are my non-negotiables and prioritizing those and just letting go of the rest. Because who cares, you know? Because it's all temporary anyways, you know? Yeah. We all know that in today's digital world, customers are looking for those businesses that will provide them with a seamless buying experience. Exactly. Clunky checkout processes are out and one-click purchasing is definitely in. With buyers' expectations being higher than ever today, you must find a way to make sure their experience with your business is seamless and stands out. One of the best ways to do this is by making sure your business processes are seamless as that they will flow over into your customer's experience, which is exactly what HubSpot offers. HubSpot is a powerful CRM platform that has everything you need to ensure your business increases its revenue, saves you valuable time and resources, all while building genuine customer connections. Plus, you receive valuable insights into your customer's journey. Connecting with new audiences and building deeper relationships has never been easier. And with an easy to use interface, it's customizable without being complicated, even as you scale. Get started for free at HubSpot.com. Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know, I see. I keep saying content, and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. So that's Mina's approach to it because she's able to see it as temporary and it doesn't bother her. (laughs) For me, I... My son kept asking me last night, like, what's wrong, mom? What's wrong? And I was like, I realized like my face was like glossed over and I kept putting my head down. Like I really wanted to cry. And last night was the first time that I understood. And I I share this with a lot of you that like I deal with anxiety and depression and I'm on medication for it and overwhelm. And sometimes the feeling of control helps me feel like I'm able, if I'm able to control something. So work to me sometimes feels more controllable than being out there as a mom and like the chaos sometimes that happens. And but I was able for the first time to realize for myself, this is why I'm not mad at my husband for not getting all the dishes done or for um, because actually here's a backing into this. We are lucky and privileged now that we're able to have a um, someone come and help us in our house three days a week. And part of that was I didn't want to do the laundry. James didn't want to do the laundry. What if we 
were able to hire someone, give someone else work to do the laundry, right? So we were able to do that. But somehow she wasn't able to come for the last two weeks. Like something had happened. And so I was like, ah, in launch, because this is when I, I start to get stressed. So the thing that I realized about why I was stressed last night was the relief of the business side, the stuff that was like, okay, we're done. Now it's time to be back with our kids. I can sit on the couch and watch TV with them. Maybe I can go to bed early, just maybe work out, all this other stuff. But then I looked around and I got super overwhelmed by the things to do in the house. Oh, the dishes need to get done. They're not put away. The laundry is not done. And I went into complete shutdown. I was like, I just want to avoid all of this and go to bed, you know, or or not do anything. And what I said to my husband was, I just don't want that feeling. I know that I'm trying to control things. And, I, and I'm recognizing that the feeling is that I feel guilty because we've been working and I feel guilty that I'm not holding up my role in this household as the other partner and taking care of this house. And I, and I asked him, I was like, do you sit there? Cause I'm like, I'll watch him fold the laundry. And I'm like, I need to go to sleep. Right. And I feel so guilty. And what I realized it was actually my guilt. And I said, are you sitting there cursing me out in your brain while I'm like walking up the stairs to go to sleep and you're still folding laundry? He's like, no, because we've made this agreement that when you're in launch, this is how it is. And unfortunately, you know, we didn't have help these last two weeks and this is how it is. So I think also for me, it was that being able to verbalize that it was my own guilt and it wasn't that and like my want to control where I was because I was like, I just want to sit with my kids, but, and also I should be cleaning the dishes, um, was the thing that I was able to put, like, when they say name it to tame it, I was able to name what it was to then be able to express it to my husband and him say to me, like, not a big deal. So I did a quick little thing in the kitchen. I cleaned up a little. I felt more in control of my situation. And by able to being able to talk to him about it, started to ease that overwhelm for me. Yeah. I think, yeah, mom guilt is so hard, especially when we're in busy season. I think you all know that when you're like packing and shipping and making and all the things, it is really hard to be present with our kids. But for me, I think that I started to alleviate some of my guilt because I didn't, um, I didn't put the pressure on myself to feel like I needed to be quote unquote entertaining them. I just needed to be with them. I didn't need to be this version of what I thought could be a good mom, cooking them fresh baked goods, whatever it was, you know, here's your casserole. I don't know. You know, I just would lay with them. Here's and, your casserole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this version of what a good mom should be. Yeah. Um, but now, like if they're watching TV because, you know, they get a little bit of screen time or whatever, then I sit there with them and watch it with them. I just cuddle with them. Like that is our number one thing. Um, like right now I have a, a two-hour block between 4 and 6 p.m. before I go get my massage. And I even said to my husband, because I was like, hey, remember I have that massage tonight. I haven't had a massage in ages. I, I need that massage. Um, and he was like, okay, sounds good. Cause he's going to pick up the kids and get home at four. And then I was like, and then on my agenda is cuddle with, um, cuddle with a uh, little G when she gets home. That's her nickname is little girl. So I sometimes call her LG. Um, so cuddle with little girl when she gets home, uh, little G. And that's all I'm going to be doing in that two hour block, you know? So for me, I think that a lot of times it can help with the least, it will lessen the pressure if you can lessen the, I'm supposed to be doing this, you know, and um, I'm supposed to be doing the laundry. N no, you aren't. I mean, it it's fine. It's just temporary. Like they have to live out of there, you know, for, 
for six weeks. <laughs> but, you know, there could be worse things, right? I'm going to take this time to cuddle with them or whatever it is. And so I think it's, it, it you know, it is a, a big blend, but there's nobody in this world that can do any of that stuff all at once. I mean, we take on these roles of being super women and I'm a super mom or super woman can do all these things. And that is just to your own detriment. You know, I mean, I give that, I give up that title of super mom if it means that I have to be an unhappy super mom in order to do all of that stuff. You yeah. Know? And what is super mom, you know? Cause like, I think there's that perception of, the mom that does all the things with the PTA. And I mean, I've done that. Like I was class mom for my kids the last few years and all the things. And I think you and I, especially as our children are growing up, we're trying to figure out seasons that we have them. And see, like one thing that we've decided is we're not going to do anything major in May and June and July because May is literally the hardest month of being a parent. <laughs> oh, we're have- not going to do anything with our businesses. So yeah, so uh, this is a, a great, one. Uh, so first tip that we had for you was that uh, uh, approach it with a, let's look it through it from a temporary lens for a bit. So you can step back and look, be in a kind of a place of gratitude that, hey, I'm, this is temporary and I'm thankful that I, you know, get to have the time to work on my business. Right. And I think two is guilt. Yeah. So someone letting guilt. go of the guilt or naming it like, oh, I know I'm feeling guilt because I think I should yeah. be doing X, right? We shit on Absolutely. ourselves all the time. So it's like, that's for me. My thing was like, I have this guilt because I should be doing this and I don't want to do any of it. Yeah. Right? And three is when you start to, and this is a more of a uh, being proactive about it, is that Jacqueline and I have been really, really good about knowing when we're going to be in busy seasons, right? We taught this to the pe- to our students in Multi-Stream Machine and the people that were in Bestseller Secrets Challenge. When are your busy seasons? So for example, we know now that we will never have a launch, a big launch in May, because that was just too much overwhelm for us because of we're being pulled too much in the mom direction. School-age kids are like end-of-year class parties, field trips. Oh, my God. Performances. So many things. Literally everything. Graduation, you know, you know. weddings. Everything mm-hmm. is happening in May. So we know that. So, for example, we're able to kind of know going in what our schedule looks like and proactively know, oh, okay, I can start filling these in. I And then also proactively sitting down beforehand and actually knowing what your priorities are. I said it was like non-negotiable. So so in this case, we sat down and we're like, hey, my priority in May is actually all my kids stuff. Yeah. So it's not going to be the business. And that has really helped too. So I think that's tip number three is that try to be preemptive in this overwhelm as much as you can because um, and and designate where your priority is going to go month by month in those busy seasons. Like, is it going to be your business? Is it going to be your kids? Whatever it is, you're going to have to blend it together. But that can be really helpful too is knowing like what's on your schedule. Which the flip side is especially as people people who sell products, there are times like, you know, May and June, which it is Mother's Day and you are yeah. busy or yeah. Christmas and the holidays where um, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating that you're, it's a time to be with family and also the time that you're going to make the most money in the year. So when that happens, it goes back to the, should I do this? The guilt, this is just temporary. All of the tools we've kind of taught you here 
is trying to remember those as you're doing it, which is why we said, buy the pie. Or I love that I live near my family now and I host them. Mina, you host your family a lot too, but guess what? Mm-hmm. Neither of us are spending the whole day cooking for them necessarily, right? Yeah. Mina, right. Mina's known I mean, for like beautiful is, charcuterie boards. Um, So I, like I, I had mentioned on a different episode that my daughter's birthday is coming up and I buy the cake. I buy the, all the... um all the party goods. I mean, I am very grateful that I'm in a a spot to be able to do that, right? Because birthdays are expensive. We all know this, right? And for her, she's going to remember those things. I want to say this because I'm prioritizing for me the overall experience. Like there's going to be, I'm putting together the idea of decorating your safari hat and um, decorating your, getting a sleeve of animal tattoos, you know, things like that. For Jacqueline, it's different priorities, right? She always ma- she has a tradition of always making the cake with her kids. So for me, that was not a tradition that I established. So for all of you, you'll have to figure out what your priorities are, what you value, and and then hold that boundary. Which could be our our fifth one is those are the boundaries that you'll set, and and um and then you'll hold that boundary. If it's a yes, I absolutely need to do this, then do it. If it's not an absolute heck yeah, then it's a no. No, Mm -hmm. I don't need to make this cake. Or um, no, I don't need to make that pie. Then you just buy the pie. But if it's absolutely I want to make the cake, then absolutely make the cake. Or problem solve and shortcut it. Because a couple of the years I really couldn't, I could, I could not capacity make, gone <laughs> zero. And, and my kids now know, like we do full on like stacked cakes with fondant. Like you guys, like if you follow us on Instagram, you've seen some of these. So a couple of years ago I did, you know, I was like, you know what? We're just going to buy that sheet cake from Costco. Mm. I'm going to cut it into the shapes. I'm going to do the frosting on the outside. And then the decorating is a thing that my uh, kids like to do. So it's not necessarily the baking. This year we baked because it was his 10th birthday. So he got like a whatever. But we don't actually have to actually bake the cake anymore because what my kids really like is the fondant and decorating. So instead of bake the cake or buy the pie, it's decorate the cake is the non-negotiable. Yeah. So we bought, the absolute, we, we, yes. we found a version of it that we could still do it, but we shortcut it that time. And then it's because, you know, baking, all of our bakers out there, it's ours. You, like you, and it has to cool and all the stuff. So I think the thing is, is that we all have like, you're, we're saying here and we're two very different people. I've hired people to help because of my overwhelm and because it's just something that I want. And Mina's also, she said, you know what? I'm going to put your clothes back into the drawers, but they won't be folded because yeah. what's also, the point? So I have my, um, so my, my sister is actually my assistant. She helps me do a lot of things. She was an EA and executive assistant to the uh, wealth management VP. So she comes from a background of executive assistant. So I thought for a second, should I have my sister, Tony, um, plan the birthday party? This is a good example. Okay. Cause a birthday party is actually, it's a lot of moving components, the guests, all the different things. And then I actually was like, actually, I really enjoy doing the birthday parties Mm -hmm. and planning the creative ideas and the backdrops and things like that. I don't have to be the one who's executing it, but I love the creativity of coming up with what a safari party could look like, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I decided no, that she wouldn't. But that's the thing too, is that for all of you, when you start to have the privilege of hiring things out, buying back your time, you get to choose, my friends, what you want them to do. This is the whole conversation I had with my husband this morning on our dog walk. So he keeps pushing back against having us, like having people in our house 
helping us do certain things because he's like, I can just do the laundry. I'll just do the dishes. I'll just clean the kitchen. Like all the things that he'll just do. Proof. He hadn't done it for two weeks. So <laughs> Fired. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> I didn't do it the last two weeks. No. So he's telling me about this and he's, and he's like, you know, and he keeps pushing back because he's like, he feels he's transitioning. He's starting a new business. Like there's things that he's doing and he, and he feels dropped for cash. Let's just say it that way. And he feels that way. And I'm like, but I'm working really hard and this is something that I want. But he's like, well, I'm here and I should just do it. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of ways that a lot of us think. I work at home or people might project mm-hmm. this onto you. Well, yeah. you work at home. So oh, because you're at home all the my time. My mother-in-law used to say that all the time. You could get so much laundry and cooking done because you're at home. You could just take care of the kids while you're working at home. I get 0% done if my kid is around, okay? Huh. Like, no Hello way. pandemic. Do you know? Like, so, <laughs> so, so he's saying this to me and I was like, you know what? Here's the deal. You told me that you spent four hours yesterday full, doing and folding laundry and putting everyone's clothes away. Now, we could have paid someone X amount for that day to do it all. And you would have gotten those four hours back. And And helped their household. Yeah. He helped someone else. And also, he teaches and he gets paid like $100 an hour. And I was like, you could have made $400 in that time. And that would have paid for like entire, like multiple days, right? Or like two days, or I don't know exactly. But like, you know, and I was like, you're not thinking about this, right? Because yes, you can. And... You all, especially my entrepreneur friends that are listening, we all have the ability to raise up our value and what technically we make for our companies by the hour way more than if we were to pay for someone to help us in something. This can be a family member like Mina, who she's like, hey, can you help me with X, Y, Z? It's going to help take it off Mina's plate, right? We're both very, very lucky. If you've been around a long time, this is brand new to us. We both have assistants now because we don't leave our computers. And I have mine helping me <laughs> go to the doctors and find a doctor appointment because I literally am online doing stuff all the time. So I know, again, this is with privilege, but it took us a really long time to one earn. I have but- my sister buy my skincare for me, okay. you know? Yeah. Like, I don't need, like, I, sure, I can go into Sephora or Ulta and do it myself, but do I need to? I'm doing so many other things. I have Instacart buying my groceries. Yeah. So I think that for all of you, um, and this is what Natalie Ekdal, who is a biz chick, and she's kind of our matchmaker, is where we met. And we mention her often. We haven't mentioned her in a while. But she says, just because you can does not mean you should. And for James, just because he can does not mean that he should. And the first time we heard that from her, which was when we first started, or before we started um, the product boss even, it felt so... Far away. uh, Foreign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it felt... It felt like I could never, or what does that even mean? Or how could I? Or, you know, it just felt... That's something that rich people do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like... But then we started, and I, and and the pandemic, what it brought when we were all shut in was it did actually start to show us that like there were other, there were people who were willing to shop and earn money by working at Instacart or food delivery. Right. And people started outsourcing more in like app specific mm-hmm. ways. So I think that's the idea here for all of us here as we're talking about overwhelm. One, we've given you a bunch of strategies. We're sharing with you that we also get overwhelmed about different things and how we sort of reframe that for ourselves. 
But the second thing is, is when you can realize that just like, like Mina said, just because you can doesn't mean you should and start to think about what do I continue to do? What can I stop doing? What really does that even matter? Right? Can I hire someone and pay someone else so that they can contribute to their family and their income? Um, Can I use an app for something? Like, what are the things that you can do to start to minimize? And then I think also just wrapping our heads around there are busy seasons. Personally, there are busy seasons for business. Sometimes those go together. And remember, it's temporary, but find the ease in it. Find the way to make it easier on yourself. Yeah. Um, Alleviate that pressure off yourself. So... We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, Let us know in the review if you want to hear more personal things. Um, I thought it was a really fun episode. We're always unsure about how much you want to hear about our overwhelm over here. (laughs) But I hope to help you feel like you're not alone in this. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.